Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. A coalition of environmentalists and social justice groups have launched a statewide campaign to try to ban new oil and gas wells near schools, parks, and other residential places. KQED Climate Editor Kevin Stark reports. The group is gathering signatures to get the initiative on the 2024 ballot. If they succeed, it would appear alongside the statewide referendum on SB 1137. Lawmakers passed that law establishing these buffer zones last year, but it's been on hold ever since the oil industry gathered enough signatures for a referendum vote. The environmental groups are hoping to ask Californians a simple question, like, do you think the state should ban oil drilling near neighborhoods, yes or no? A yes result would override the referendum. They'll need to gather more than 500,000 signatures to get on the ballot. For the California Report, I'm Kevin Stark. After days of triple-digit heat, areas of the San Joaquin Valley flooded from winter storms are drying up little by little. That includes Tulare Lake, which is receding after peaking at more than 170 square miles in size. But for many, the return to dry land doesn't mean a return to normalcy. KVPR's Carrie Klein brings us this story of agricultural operations upended by Tulare Lake. Corey Vanderham is a dairy farmer. And his cattle have waterfront property. Think waves lapping at the shoreline and waterfowl in every direction. Wow, so this sounds like a, this is a wetland. Yeah. It's the land is a wetland. Pretty much. But here's the thing. Vanderham's dairy is in Kings County, outside Corcoran, in the middle of Agland. Normally, where is the water in your line of view? There is none, right? There's no water like this out here. That is, until this past March, when Tulare Lake refilled for the first time in 25 years. Eventually, about 90% of Vanderham's land was underwater, even some of his cattle pens. He had just days to evacuate thousands of animals. I went 11 days without seeing my kids. I would sneak home every once in a while like at one or two in the morning to to quick shower up and kiss my wife real quick. Still, Vanderham has kept his business running and the milk flowing, but many others weren't so fortunate. 94,000 acres of orchards, row crops, and pasture land were drowned by the lake. A full recovery could take years. We're just living it day by day and seeing what the day brings to us, right? Vanderham had 10,000 cattle. No easy task to evacuate. But with so much rain and snowmelt surging into valley rivers and creeks back in March, water breached the banks of a nearby canal. That's when we knew that it was getting super serious and it was time for us to go. Fortunately, it took just a few hours to find dairies with space to take on his milking cows. And then people started showing up to help move them. Strangers with 45 livestock trailers. It took times out of their own operation, took times from their own families to come and help somebody that they've never met in need, right? And it was pretty rad. It's a pretty cool deal. Within three days, they moved 4,500 cattle, half his herd. The other half, he had to sell off. Come on, let's go. 
Vanderham and his Australian shepherd, Opie, show me around the lake in a silver Ford pickup, where orderly rows of trees should be. Now, what looks like a vast sea, smooth as a mirror. This pistachio orchard was all underwater. Thousands of acres of tomatoes, alfalfa, safflower, and wheat, gone. A county supervisor told me hundreds of thousands of chickens died when their facility was evacuated. Kings County is California's cotton capital, but the vast majority of that crop was wiped out too. You look here on the left and right, all this was planted and it's all dead. All this, it'll cost billions in repairs and renovations, lost profits, lost jobs. Even the crops that survive may not be harvestable. To help, the county is slashing property taxes for flooded land, but it's still unclear whether the state or feds will offer any relief. Most of Vanderham's cattle are still at a dairy he's been leasing near Hanford. He's moving them back trailer by trailer, but all that affects milk production. The stress of being moved, the stress of having to go from a different style barn, doing all that in general, yeah, puts a little bit of stress on the cows. As the stress dissipates, so does the lake. But slowly, Vanderham estimates he regains an inch or two of land every day. Now he'll have to clean up his property, replant his cattle feed, and buy back the 5,000 cattle he sold off. For the California Report, I'm Carrie Klein in Fresno. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice, fulfill his oath, or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis from KQED Podcasts comes On Our Watch Season 2, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Survivors of the 2021 Caldor Fire in the Sierra Foothills are pursuing legal action against the U.S. Forest Service. KPBS's Scott Rod reports. The Caldor Fire destroyed more than two-thirds of the 600 homes in Grizzly Flats, a foothills community between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe. Many residents are still living in trailers, and few, if any, have received direct federal assistance. There's a strong desire to have accountability for what happened to our community. Jonathan Yoakum's home survived, but he spent the last two years repairing it, and his property still looks like a torched moonscape. Now he's helping dozens of Grizzly Flats residents file claims for damages against the federal government. They allege the Forest Service knew about the wildfire threat to Grizzly Flats, yet failed to properly manage the overgrown forests around the town. If the claims are denied, residents would have to take the federal government to court. But Yoakum says Caldor Fire survivors have plenty of patience and persistence. The Forest Service declined an interview request. That was KPBS reporter Scott Rod. And call it a heavyweight bout between blue and red state America. Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis has accepted Governor Gavin Newsom's invitation to debate. DeSantis accepted while speaking to Fox News' Sean Hannity before a studio audience. 
Absolutely. I'm game. Let's get it done. Just tell me when and where. We'll do it. As of now, the 90-minute debate will be held in November and broadcast live on Fox News. Newsom and DeSantis really don't like each other, frequently exchanging insults over their respective political agendas and leadership on social media and on television. And that's the California Report for Thursday, August 3rd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now.